Buck 92.3 FM and AM 830 is WMMI Shepherd Mount Pleasant. Welcome to Spock Sports Show, presented locally by Barbary Law Firm. Let's look inside this week's local sports scene with your host, Chris Spockman. Hello and welcome back to the Bird Bar and Grill. It is Spock Sports Show coming to you live from the Barberry Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios. I've got Coach Mack here. I have got Coach Gross. We've also got Blake Moore here, senior fullback linebacker from Mount Pleasant. And uh, Coach Gross, I think we're going to first start talking with you because if anybody listened this past Friday night, they heard the big victory uh, from up north. Maybe we were able to watch it as well. And then they kind of also heard some <laughs> scores coming across the way that were Little little lopsided, and what'd you say, Coach Maggie? It looked like you guys were really challenged on Friday <laughs> night. What what happened Friday with you guys? Well, uh, we played really. We came out of the gates really well, and uh, they didn't. And they fumbled on their first first snap. We got it. Scored three plays. We got. They had a big hole in the middle, so our kicker just onside kicked it. We got it. And then I've been telling the guys, I said, when you you know when you whenever you get that turnover, you know you want to make that big play after that you know don't be afraid to take that shot you hear it all the time in college and nfl guys say the one so we've been really trying to work on taking the big shot well i called i called the play jack made the right read took a big shot carter fussman caught a touchdown so i mean i think it was a minute and 15 seconds we were up 14 nothing and and when that happens it's you know yeah it's tough when you're on the other side of the the coin when that happens yeah yeah, i was really impressed we we that's one thing we've been really working on is getting ready to play getting focused coming out, executing what we execute. And when we did that, it just kind of took them out of their game, and then we rolled from there. Yeah, you guys weren't that far off, Coach Mack. It wasn't 14-0, a minute and a half in, but you guys were in control pretty much the whole way. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously like we talked last week, we wanted to see how we were going to rebound this week and what kind of team was going to show up Friday, and I was real pleased with, with that week. Same kind of thing. I mean, uh, they came out and did some things. They, you know, kind of copycat some of the things that some of the teams that had success against us on, and we had to make a couple of quick adjustments. But once we did, got a big fourth down stop, and then we went down, scored twice quick, and and then it just kind of snowballed on them, and and uh, we made we made some big plays as well. And so, um, yeah, real happy with the way we performed. Yeah, Blake Moore here with us. Blake, I believe you got into the end zone. I believe Scooter yep. got into the end zone. Max got into the end zone. But poor Aiden Klein, I believe, was the only captain that did not get into the end zone. But he was mighty, mighty close. How fun was that Friday up at Thurlby Field to bounce back? Oh, it was really awesome to be there. I mean, like the crowd for, like, their homecoming, it was, it was packed. You know what? They, so it was super. I li- I'm glad you gave them some credit for that because that's something I kind of talked about throughout the broadcast. I want to hear what you say about this, Coach Gross. They were 1-5 coming into this game. D1, they're not going to have a chance to make the playoffs. Thurlby Field, big stadium, they were absolutely packed. You go to a team that's 1-5 very often, how, how packed are the stands usually when you go, Brad? Uh, they, I mean, it was it was Matt's homecoming, so there was quite actually quite right. a few people there, but it was they were – they cleared out early after yeah. that. So and they, I, did, I mean, they did not clear out in Traverse City. They no. were dressed in the Hunter Orange. And so that, that was just pretty cool for you guys to see. I'm really glad you brought that up, Blake. And your guys' crowd this year, it's something I've talked about a couple times when AJ and Coach Dennis were here. You know, I don't know if it's the ranking or what it is. Coach Mack, you might be able to speak to this a little bit too. I feel like the crowd kind of kind of builds up for you guys as the year goes on. But Stan's been pretty packed at Community Memorial all year long, haven't they? Yeah, it's been packed. Yeah. yeah, no, it's been great. Our student section's been really, really good, and there's just a vibe in the school right now around it um, that's really neat. I think the kids, and what's been neat for me, I think over the years, sometimes you have a good student section, but they're not in the game. You know what I mean? They're there to be there. They're there to be. Our our kids are into the game. Um, you know, they're loud when their team has the ball. They're they're uh, they understand kind of. You know, if 
you can feel that they kind of understand football as it's going on and what's going on. So it, it's been it's been really neat to see, and um, yeah, they've been great. Yeah, but to talk about some of our other ultra-local teams, Sacred Art Academy fell to uh, top-ranked Maryland eight-man action, 60-28. to Irish are now 3-4 uh, and four on the year. want to see what you guys think about this. You know, they lost Aiden Howell for the season, or I mean Aiden Halliday and Josiah Howell. I'm going to combine those two together. That'd be quite a football player. But you lose your top two guys in eight-man football. That's 25% both ways. I'm going to ask you first, Blake, as a senior. You, you guys have lost a couple guys this year. you got other guys that could step in that eight-man football. What would it be like to lose two guys? It'd be super, like, crazy. I mean, you don't have a lot of players to work with, so you lose, like, a big name like that, and it's going to hurt. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it, you know, I've always said high school football, everybody always asks every year, Coach, how are you guys going to be? How's it going to be? You know, Really, in high school football, I've always said two things. One, your success is determined by what your schedule's like and two, how healthy you stay throughout the year. I mean, that really is, I feel like, in all the seasons, I look back at whether, you know, we had a lot of success or didn't, either we stayed healthy or we didn't. And so, yeah, you know, Coach Wheaton, those guys, they're, they're grinding. We see it every day out there and um, trying to find wins and things. And But when you lose two players on a small team, that makes a big difference. Yeah, Merrill Merrill's actually the number one ranked team in D1, eight-man, two. And, Coach Gross, you you guys had a few years ago, was that three, four years ago in your two and seven season? I want to say you guys lost five, six running backs. So you, you might have lost 25% of your team that year. Yeah, we I think we did. I th- we had to move a guard to running back in one <laughs> game. It was like, uh, it's, all we, it's what we had. And it's, I think these guys said it too. When you, when you, when you are an eight man, you don't have a bunch of guys. You lose two guys that are your best players, you know, your top players. You're going to struggle. I mean, it's just it's hard to replace them. Yep. Guys move and and it just it just not just you don't you don't just pick two more guys and put there. Now you're moving other guys here and there, and then different guys are playing different positions. It's just nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Claire bested Sanford Meridian forty six to twenty. Shepard blasted Pinconning 54-7. Claire and Shepard play each other this week. They're both 5-2. and two. I kind of look at their schedules matching up. I think Claire probably a little bit of a favorite. you guys know much about either of those two teams? Oh, we, we saw both of them in 7-on-7s uh, seven <clears throat> this summer. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, two new coaches, right? I mean, yep. so really interesting, maybe not familiar with the rivalry. I mean, well, obviously at Claire they are. I mean, that's a lot of like, – yep. So, yeah, I think that's a big game locally this this week for sure. Yeah, Blake, is there anything you remember about those two teams in seven-on-sevens going a little ways back here? Yeah, not really. I mean, they would they like could play. Yeah, all right. Both yeah. teams could play. And, and if you're saying they could play with you, they're playing up quite a few yeah. divisions, so that's saying something. You, imagine yeah, you guys – We scrimmaged Saker, or, uh, Claire all right. in uh, our, our four-way scrimmage. And, I mean, we went at it. It went both ways. I mean, so – I mean, I know they lost some some guys. Haggard I'm sure they're down, digger, yep. I'm sure they're different than what they were. But I, Claire's just like, no matter what they do, they're right. going to yeah. be good. Great program, <laughs> great program. <laughs> they're going to be good. Yeah, and you guys absolutely rolled seventy-one to zero. Some of the numbers I believe here. I believe Cade Smith had three rushing touchdowns. Carter Fussman caught two touchdowns from his cousin Jack, and he also had a pick six. I believe I saw as well. So you you guys just rolled and. Mount Pleasant, very, very impressive as well. I believe you guys never punted. I believe there was the knee at the end of the game and the missed field goal from Tyler Hutchins that was kind of, hey, let's just try a 40-some-yard field goal, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, we wanted to work on it. It was a great opportunity. We had a great situation to work on it, and I was a little frustrated we, <clears throat> with the delay of game that happened there. It's a long story, but, but yeah, no, um, the funny thing about that is we had that pump blocked at Bay City Central, which cost us, so we worked very – we had worked on a lot of details on our punt uh, last week, and I was saying this, we didn't even get a chance to see if we fixed anything yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, so we worked out again today, and I'm like, uh, you know, just because, you know, we were 
we were frustrated with how that happened at Central. So, um, yeah, we, but it's always nice when you don't punt. <laughs> like I said, it's always nice when you don't punt. And uh, Blake Moore here, senior linebacker, fullback. Talk a little bit about what he's meant to the program before he got here, before we got on the air. I kind of said to you, I feel like he's kind of a, a program guy. Kind of come along, waited his turn, and now he's a senior. He's really getting a lot of playing time, a lot of shine. Yeah, Blake is a perfect example of what's fun about coaching high school football. You know, everybody wants to focus on some of the names of the guys who either score the touchdowns or are going to go play college ball or do whatever, you know. But Blake's the kind of guy that makes our program work, 100%. I mean, he's bought in every year. He works in the offseason. Um, he gives you everything he has, right? We talked a little bit about that last week. I mean, he, he's playing linebacker. He's not 210 pounds. You know, he's, he's taking on, you know, ISO blocks and doing things that, that, that really probably is a little more to ask of a guy his size than we should. And, and um, yeah, he's fully committed to doing whatever it takes to help us win. And he's definitely the kind of guy that makes coaching really fun. And, and when you're in a successful program, he just embodies that. Like, he, I've been in other programs, like, he's the kind of guy that holds you together. You know, yeah, you got your good players, but... He's the kind of guy that holds the program together. You need guys like Blake, and um, he, he's played both ways for us all year. He's been tougher and heck and uh, made big plays for us. Um, you know, he had the touchdown on, uh, on, on Friday. Um, but he's an unsung here on defense. When we, when we came – so, like I said, at the Bay City Central game, you know, when the game was over and a lot of our frustrations, our, our front seven on defense is one senior, and it's him. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't that game. Now, you know, Max is playing, it's two. But um, – so, yeah, I mean, uh, he's, uh, uh, he's exactly the kind of guy that you want in your program. Yeah, and Blake, how much did you play last year as a junior? Because, like I said, it's one of those, if you were out there some, you might have been a grubber last year. I don't remember calling your name at some, but I did, think you did play some last year as a junior, correct? Yeah, I played a, a little bit, but, like, I played behind big names like Jesse Henry and Corey Davis. So yes. Imagine it was good learning from those guys. In freshman year, you were on the freshman team. Sophomore, you were on the JV team. Yep. And so I'm going to kind of swing it over to here, Coach Gross now. You've got some guys that come up that play early. But what's it like to have this guy that's a senior now, paid his dues, worked his way up, and then when they're a senior, they start to get a lot of playing time? How important is that to a program? Well, that's what makes a program. I think Coach Max said it. I mean, that's the program. Those are 100% program guys. I mean, we have them this year. Sawyer Scully never started, but hasn't started at all. Now he's a starting center. He worked his butt off in the summer. He, he did what he had to do, and we could play him anywhere. He didn't plan on playing center, but we just kind of said, hey, we're, we need to. We had to replace a guy from last year. We need a center. You know, Sawyer Scully did that. And we have other guys that do the same thing, too. I mean, and if you're going to you're gonna have a program, those are what you need, program guys. Yeah, man, when you guys say program, you might kind of explain to somebody who's not a big football fan out there, what, what does that mean? Because there's just a lot of turnover in high school football. Right. I, I think, like, for me, and, and Coach comes from a program that's tradition goes way back, right? I mean, at Beal, I mean, talk about a program. Um, but when I first noticed it was – I think we were in like our we had, we had had those kind of three undefeated season went to the state championship right in that in the around 2009 2010 there and I was like you know this team physically isn't even close to the team we had five years ago but they just expect to win like they just think like they're supposed to win and I think that's when you feel like you have a program is like they they they, they believe in the in everything you're doing um, you don't have to convince them of anything. There's that tradition to lean on. And um, they just expect that good things are going to happen if you do things this way. And, and then they have guys like Blake that lead the way because they've seen that. They've seen that from the guys before them and the guys before them and the guys before them. And there's just that expectation that – I mean, I, to, when my dad was coaching at Beale City, I, I, mean, I couldn't – the coolest stuff I ever saw was I'd go to a game – 
and there'd literally be like in the old field there'd be like three or four rows deep of alumni players like back there and when the other team was getting close to scoring like i literally thought like the <laughs> alumni were going to get after the field team that was on the field if those guys scored you know like you could hear it, you could almost sense that like i was like whoa this is cool yeah. like you know what i mean like that's that was that was uh, that was really an eye opener to me. I'm like, that's that's kind of the, the, what you want out of your alumni and stuff, and that's what a program's all yeah. about. I think. What's it like playing for a program, Blake? You know what I mean? Like I said, coming up through the ranks and everything. Said he talked about playing behind Jesse Henry and a couple guys last year. Kind of explain that if you can. Go a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, I mean, I I always like knew like as a freshman I was going to go through the route. I wasn't going to be like the guy that got pulled up. So like I always like looked up to those program guys and like use that as inspiration to, like, I'm going to start as a senior and set that as a goal. So, like, I knew that, like, by the time I was my senior year, I would be You worked your way into it. And now, have you always been linebacker, fullback, running back? Has that kind of always been what you've done coming up through the ranks? Yeah, ever since I was little, I've always been fullback right. and linebacker. What's your favorite part about playing those positions? Uh, hitting people. That's my favorite part. <laughs> and what other program guy, Coach, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, what other sports do you play, Blake? I play baseball. You play baseball. All right. And which, which one's your favorite? Uh, it's you kind of a toss up, but baseball is my favorite. Hey, and like I said, that's all right if you're a baseball guy. Like I said, Co- Coach Gross had a baseball and football guy here last week. But yeah, hey, absolutely. and uh, I think we'll all tell you, multi-sport athletes, it's, it's a very, very important thing what you're doing. That football is going to help your baseball and vice versa. You can see Blake's toughness on that. He's a lefty pitcher on the mound, and man, he's out there. He just he grinds away, and he brings that same mentality, kind of that quiet. But I'm gonna. I'm going to get you out if I need to kind of thing out there in the mound. You, you see that same kind of personality out of him. It's pretty cool. All right, we're going to take a break here on Spock Sports Show. When we come back, Coach Gross, Coach Mack, Blake Moore, we're going to kind of take a deep dive into these football playoffs, what's going on with all of our local teams. You're listening to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barber. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind. If you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident, contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Being local means giving, living, and growing in a community. It's a wave from the road. It's lending a hand. It's everything the Fisher companies are all about. They're happy to raise up their neighbors, whether it be through time and effort or financial support to important causes. They help locally because they are local, whether it be Mount Pleasant, Midland, Elma, or Bay City. The Fisher companies, a great place to work and great members of our community for over 95 years. Find out more by following them at facebook.com slash Fisher Companies. The Fisher Companies, an equal opportunity employer. It's Cinema Week at Celebration Cinema. Come on in for Rewards Day today. When you roll in to see any movie, you'll receive 300 bonus points. It's that easy. And don't forget, tomorrow it's movie day. Don't miss out on Cinema Week, happening now at Celebration Cinema. We now return you to Chris Spockman and the Spock Sports Show, live from the Barbary Law Firm's Mobile Sports Studio, right here on Buck 92.
Welcome back to the Bird Bar and Grill. Coming to you live from the Barbary Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios. Chris Bachman here with alongside Blake Moore, senior fullback linebacker from Mount Pleasant, Coach Mack from Mount Pleasant, and Coach Gross from Beale City. It's going to kind of run through some of the playoffs here with an ultra focus on those Mount Pleasant Oilers and Beale City Aggies. Midland continues to roll in Division Two. They're now the fifth-ranked team. When you hear me talk about rankings, 32 get in, and when you hear me talk snooze to you, that is a playoff predictor that's out there that both you coaches will tell you. It's pretty accurate. It's almost like the ESPN bracketology type thing, but I don't know who does it, but bless their heart, whoever does it for our Michigan uh, schools. <laughs> but so they're currently would be playing, uh, or pardon me, their only losses to Mount Pleasant. They finished the season with Marquette, Midland Dow, also in D2. Heritage is number 15. Bay City Western, number 33, and Dow, number 41 at 3 and 4. The Oilers, after that big win over D1 TC West, move back to number 2 in playoff points in Division 3, only looking up at Wald Lake Western. They finished the season with 3 and 4 Midland Dow, and 5 and 2 Linden, who's also in Division 3 and ranked number 12. They always win out, could have playoff games pretty much as far as you guys could go. And currently, according to snooze2u.com, Apatology, the Oilers would be in a district hosting Gaylord, playing the winner of DeWitt versus Cadillac. Sioux St. Marie, who started 4-0 and was my dream Northern Corridor bracket, has now lost three in a row. So I think this is most likely the way that the district's going to be. Cadillac, DeWitt, uh, you've seen them the last two years. Both really good teams. Said DeWitt knocked you guys out last year. They lost some guys, but you know they're going to be a tough team coming back. But, Blake, start talking a little bit about Cadillac. That was a really tough, big win for you guys. What do you remember most about that game? I remember, I mean, we just didn't come out in the first half. I mean, we could have buried them, but like in like the second half, we came out really strong and put it to them. Yep, you agree with that? Yeah, that was, uh, that was, that could have been our first Bay City Central of the year. I mean, we, we did not come out well. It was, um, and, and really, you know, Cadillac has probably the best front four, uh, best defensive front we've seen all year. I mean, their two DNs are really good and re- cause a lot of problems and, um, and they got a new coach who completely changed their offense. Um, and they're going to be dangerous down the stretch because every week with a new coach and a new system, you get more and more familiar with it. And, new, more, you know, and a lot of it's this RPO spread stuff. And they're going to get better and better at it. And they'll be a dangerous team in, in the stretch for sure. Yeah, I want to go to you, Coach Gross, just since he brought up that RPO spread. How, how much is that changing things, which you do defensively? And how, how much you guys both may be trying to incorporate that offensively as things go forward? Start with you, Coach Gross. Well, I mean, every we've done some different things this year. Obviously, we're we're not in the we're not traditionally a straight T team. We do a lot of jet stuff, and now we've some, we've actually got five wide and had an empty sets. So yeah. it's just different things that different people haven't seen from us. But we keep getting you know every week, like Coach said, you just get a little bit better at doing this, and you, it's even just footwork stuff. I mean, oh, you know, we ran this screen pass, and instead of the back going right away, he really sells the screen and just those little little things that all of a sudden man they click and when they click they go they go for big plays so yeah it's just getting comfortable what's it like playing against an rpo quarterback blake i mean it's obviously more difficult because you got to read a little bit more but i mean you just got to focus on your reads and yep you guys got me going back to john bevere read your keys (laughs) read your keys is that kind of you kind of think of the same thing when you're out there because when i'm watching what as the broadcaster, I get faked out by the handoffs, too. And, you know, Heibel, who calls the games with me, you know, football savant, I'll say, he he knows to watch the guards. And so a lot of times when I get fooled by the play, I'll say, no, that was a counter, you know, there or whatever. And so the RPO quarterback, I imagine they'd, they'd fool me a couple times. And Kennedy kind of run through the playoffs here. There's nobody in D4 locally. I think Big Rapids is our closest D4 team now. D5 ultra-local Shepherd is ranked number 30. And they've got two tough games that – 
might need to win one or two of them to finish out. I'm curious to see what you guys think about this. They play five and two Division Six Ithaca, and then they play six and one Division Seven, or I mean five and two Division Six Claire and Division Seven six and one Ithaca to close out the season. So two rivals, two lower ranked teams. You're number thirty right now. I feel like they're probably going to need to get one of those to get into the playoffs. You agree, Coach Mack? Yeah, they're going to have to get one of those probably to, to, to yeah. get in. But if they do get one of those, they're in. Yeah, definitely you know I mean? going to be in. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, yeah, they certainly have a lot to play for. Uh, when anytime you're in that 28 to 32 range, you got to really just got to sure win, baby. Out. Yep, yeah, yep. <laughs> Coach Gross, you agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. If they win, they're in. They have to be. I mean, yep. they'll, they'll definitely be in. And, and a side note here, something we've been talking playoff points, and this is just like an anomaly here with this one right now. I believe it is number 38 ranks out of so 32 get into the playoffs. Whitmore Lake, they're six and one. And they're six spots out of the playoffs. And so, you know, we, you can only play who's on your schedule sometimes. You guys both talked about you like the playoff points, but I, I can't help but look at that and think to myself, man, could they really go 8-1 and one and not get in? But it's, that's just the way the things roll. What do you guys think about that? Well, I, 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 as part of the coaches association, I was part of this changeover. I hope they get in at eight and one. I really do. I would hope. I know when we did when they did the study and they did all of the new system with the new teams that it was there was only one seven. L- Ludington and two. would have yep. been that one team. I actually remember one, that one seven and two that would not have gotten in the year before. So I'd imagine at eight and one, um, unless you're just like a division four school playing all division and, eight, or and there something. are five playing a lot of sevens and a lot of eights. Yeah, is, and, is if, what they, I and if those is. seven and eights aren't winning then, yeah, you're going to have a lot of trouble at that division level. Um, so, yeah, that's the one unfortunate part. I mean, I, I know from personal experience, my senior year at Mount Pleasant under the old old playoff system, you know, we lost our first game of the year by one point, won the rest of our games, and went eight and that one was and it. didn't get in. Um, you know, we were like fifth out of four, but only four got in back then. Now, now you have eight in an area. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's no good answer. You know, there's no good answer to the system, whether you – because if you go back to what – I mean, the six-win thing was really nice. I mean, it was. It was fun because you knew you had to get to that benchmark and you could watch it and see. But it creates such a schedule nightmare. Um, you know, teams avoiding everybody just because they were trying to find their six wins on their schedule. And now people got ahead of the curve, kind of got ahead of it, realized, hey, let's – you know, that's like why we scheduled Kalamazoo Central a D1 school. You know what I mean? You know, you get, We're about to get there when we talk Division Eight here yeah, with this guy. Yeah, you, yeah. you got to you, you schedule up. And you know, even if you schedule up and you lose that game, if they have a good year, that's going to benefit you. So. Well, and we're having that problem right now. Yep. We're, yeah. the, we're on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Yep. we'll slide yep. down to Division Eight right now because you guys, Beale City, you're ranked number five, and we've talked about it a little bit the last couple of weeks. You guys could go 9-0 and and finish fourth, and you guys might have two of the most impressive wins in Division Eight. Ravana's now 5-2, and two, but they're a really good team in D7, and the only loss forever in D8 is to you guys. Iron Mountain is the top-ranked team right now because they've lost to D6 and they've beat D6, D5 schools. Detroit Leadership Academy is the, you know, they've got two losses and still ranked ahead of an undefeated Beale City because they've got a win over a Division II Hamtramck and they've lost to a couple bigger schools as well. And Ottawa Lake Whiteford just beat Kalamazoo Loy Norricks, who I think even lost to Kalamazoo Central earlier this year. Maybe they, they had bested them, might have been their only win, but not, not a whole lot of it's going to matter other than Iron Mountain, but and I guess that does kind of matter a little bit as Brad just give me the smug look because yeah. that's, that's about as far as you can go. Yeah, I mean, that's the playoffs. I mean, you're in the playoffs. Who really cares where you go, I guess? You know, I mean, if we have to go, if we, we're fortunate enough to go to Iron Mountain to play, then we'll go to Iron Mountain and play. That's what you do. 
But as far as the playoff points thing, to me, it's I would, I would be ashamed if the kid if the team went eight and one yeah, didn't get in. That'd absolutely. be bad. I mean, I, that's that would be something bad. Well, and that also might just have to do with you know the conference. Whitmore Lake is in the area they are in. If if two or three of the schools on their schedule, they might have been D5 three, four years ago. It just might keep sliding down. They just might have to change some things Yeah, and that's where I was trying to go. That's where I was going to go a little earlier. Right now, Ravenna is not playing us next year. They've got a local school that wants to play them that they've played before. Okay, I mean, their division, seven or eight, I guess it doesn't really matter, obviously. So they're going to play their local school. So we're looking for a week one and week nine right now. We. And that's what, the problem what, what with your division, guys' reputation. What, what Division Six team wants to play Division Eight, Beale City? Right, right. No, that's Nobody. that's the problem for for the smaller so. divisions is you're not a value to the bigger divisions, right? Yeah. Even even if you're you know it's, even if you're successful, right? Because right. it's like we've had some smaller schools reach out to us to have good programs to play, and it's like it's kind of for us like. Yeah, what good was for us to go to play Mount Pleasant? Right. You, right. you don't want to play us. Yeah, because you beat us, right? And That's you get a bad. ton of points, yep. but we get nothing for the loss like we would if we lost to Kalamazoo Central. Right, and if you right? beat us, you still don't get as many points, get as many points. Kids, it doesn't do you any good. Two, t- two win D2 school, right? Yep. So. And, I, and I think both of you guys agreed that this is the better of the, of the two situations here. But like I said, it's just a funky thing that we're working with, and it's something that, uh, well, 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 to Beale City's horn here, you talked about a historic program that they got when – when Beale City calls to schedule a game, most of those schools are, you know, they're, they're hitting voicemail. Right, you know right, what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah. just send that well, one we, to the voicemail. There's already been, there's been eight teams we've contacted. Yep. No, we're not interested. Yep. Yep. That's the Which pr- I don't blame them. I mean, yep. it, it's, you're just looking. We're just trying to get a schedule put yep. together so yep. we're not, here we are sitting here, okay, we got seven games. Yep. Or yep. you end up having to go. The big thing for me is we can get a game, but we're going to go to Detroit. Right. I mean, or are you going to play River Rouge? Or yep. gonna, yeah, yeah, no. Not that River Rouge would want to play us either, but that's who's available. But. Yeah. We're going to take another break here on Spock Sports Show. we come back talk a little bit more with Blake Moore about the great season he's having and Coach Matt, Coach Gross here from Beale City and Mount Pleasant. It's Spock Sports Show on Buck 92, live from the Barbary Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios from the Bird Bar and Grill. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours, too. Barbary Law is proud to serve clients in mid-Michigan. Ask your insurance company, any prosecutor, judge, and they know the name. He's respected, knowledgeable, and he wins. Barbary Law has won multi-million dollar accident claims, is an expert for estate planning, and Michigan's go-to divorce lawyer. When you have a legal battle, you need Barbary Law and his team in your corner. They work here, they live here, and they know us and our courts and will win for you. Great legal representation is right here in Mount Pleasant. Barbary Law Firm, every case they take, they take personally. My attorney is Joe Barbary, he can be yours too. Hi, I'm Amanda from Mr. Ritter Plumbing of Mid-Michigan, and I want to let you know about our transparent approach to plumbing. Some plumbers give you a one-size-fits-all solution, and it's take it or leave it, but not us. We give you a range of effective options from good to better to best, so you can choose what's right for you. We'll walk you through each option, explain what's included, and answer all your questions so you feel confident knowing you've made the right choice. Our business is built on trust, and that's why we stand behind our work 
with our done right promise. We believe that the job's not done till it's done right. That's how we built our reputation for transparency, quality workmanship, and outstanding service. So the next time you need a plumber that you can trust, give us a call at Mr. Ritter Plumbing of Mid-Michigan at 866-50-SEWER. That's 866-507-3937. Mr. Ruder Plumbing of Mid-Michigan, our expertise, your choice. Buck 92 and Buck92.com return you now to the Spock Sports Show, live from the Barbary Law Firm's mobile sports studio. Welcome back to the Bird Bar and Grill, live from the Barbary Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios. It is Spock Sports Show here with Coach Gross from Beale City, Coach Mack from Mount Pleasant, and Blake Moore, senior linebacker, fullback from the Oilers. Talk about playing some baseball earlier. You're a lefty. Plan on maybe trying to continue playing sports at the next level or anything like that? Is that something you want to do? Yeah, I would really like to play baseball at the next level. Right. Do you got anybody looking at you? Might be putting you under the spot here a little bit or anything like that? A couple schools, yeah. All right. All right. I know you guys are a really talented team this year, and I believe the last couple of years, you guys have just had the unfortunate of playing also against some really good pitchers from Traverse City. Are you guys, do you know if you're going to be in the same district this year? Uh, I think we'll be playing them. All right, all right, gotcha. And uh, random question here, do you have a favorite athlete out there? Favorite athlete? Oh, uh, yeah, ju- just in general. Uh, not really. I mean, I like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> all right, all right. And what makes you a big fan of Lamar? I've always been a fan of the Ravens, and he's just my quarterback. All right. Now I'm going to put these guys on the spot here. Coach Mag, do you, do you got a favorite athlete out there right now in pro sports? Uh, right now? Or, 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 oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, all time. Go ahead with the all time there. All time. Man, well, I mean, I grew up in the Barry Sanders era, right? I mean, you can't go wrong with that one. All right. right? You know, and, um, yeah, I mean, I like the bad boys and their Pistons, just that whole group. So, yeah, I mean, that, those were my days, so that, that was good stuff. Coach Gross? Yeah, he hit it right on the head. War number 20 just for Barry Sanders. Yep. All right. <laughs> I mean, Barry Sanders was there, but uh, I go back a little farther. I was a big fan of Marcus Allen for some reason. I have All right. no idea All why, right. but I always was. So, so thank you for him. I'm I feel like he, he has maybe the most historic Super Bowl run that, yep. that there is, kind of, you know, when he reversed his field, just kind of went right up, right up the yeah. middle. It was wide open. And, Head back over to Blake here. Do you have, like, a favorite moment, number one moment of this season so far? Of this season? Yeah. Uh, probably just beating Midland. Just beating That's Midland, yeah. And you guys put it on. And I feel like when I think about you guys and look at what they've done, that might be the game where you guys kind of put it all together. Do you agree with me there? Yeah, for sure. Might be your guys' best game so far this year. And now going back, you know, I'm sure you played a lot of baseball growing up. We, talk, we were talking about the, the junior class of baseball players around here. I imagine you were on some of those teams. Do you have a favorite overall sports memory, or is it maybe beat, beating Midland earlier this year still? Uh, Yeah, it's probably beating Midland. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Coach Mag? You've got a favorite moment from this year so far? From this year? Um, you know, I it's funny. There, 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 there are a handful of them, but really what I was most like, one of the things I, I just brought up with our guys in film, uh, we had a moment on Friday night we talked about programs and program guys a lot. Um, we had a junior who got a chance to kind of he's, – he's had to grind all year, Carter Dole, and um, he, he had a big catch for us uh, off that kickoff yep. for a touchdown. And the reaction of our seniors, like receivers, Scooter, Aiden, all these guys, like you'd have thought we just won the Super Bowl. You know, and like there's, you have a lot of those moments. But that one just sticks out to me recently because I was like – that's what makes a program like right there was no like man they should throw me the ball instead you know or whatever it was just the excitement and the energy and that and that those are the kind of things that this year 
um, I hope springboards us moving forward, you know, because you're seeing a junior continue to develop and get better. And then you got these seniors recognizing that and his contribution, so that was really cool. Yeah, Coach Gross, uh, you, you got a favorite moment so far from this year? I mean, and I kind of go back to the cramp back in week one. That, that was pretty hard to beat. Yeah, the cramp back, that was, that was just unbelievable comeback. Our kids just being resilient and not giving up, and we played a terrible first like, half. Did you hear about this game, Blake? Do, do you know about the cramp back? I heard a little bit about All right, it. All right, so should we, should we do 20, 21 nothing third quarter? It was pretty warm. It was pretty humid. Some Ravana players started cramping up out there. Hunter Hogan, their great quarterback, and Beal just kept going and going and going. And then last minute, they went down, got a touchdown, two point conversion. I believe it was a Caden. I believe it was Josh Wilson that caught the touchdown to make Carter, it a one. Carter Fussman caught the touchdown. Carter Fussman caught the Caden touchdown. Smith caught the two point conversion. To, yeah, to go up 22-21 with. 16 seconds left. We're not a fan of 22-21. I just wanted to know that. Sure well, that was our basic yeah. essential well, score. Well, but when they when they were going for two, it was one of those I had to say. Now, it's my job to say this, but the score was 21-20 at that time. Which we're that not was the score of. from the game last year. Yeah. Ravenna beat them 21-20. Oh, yeah. And so then they come out going for two, and it was what I was like. I don't want to be the jinx guy, but it is my job to say it, too, and they were able yeah. to get it. Sorry. So is, is that the moment you think about with the, you guys this year? That is, but uh, – I kind of go with Coach Mack. Even this last game, it was Matt and 71 and nothing. But there was a couple guys that, that got to score that they put in the time. And I say this every year. It takes a whole team to, to have a successful year. And those guys that don't get a whole lot of playing time, and, and when it's their time, the, when you get to those 70 no, 71 and nothing games, you can not tell that guy to go in and not score. He's been busting his butt in practice and scout teams and everything. So I was really – Braden Schaefer had a – touchdown run and that kid was so happy I mean it was the last touchdown of the night but that kid was so happy I was just so happy for him and those are the that's the best part of the year so far for me I mean obviously had a good year but that yep. was a good por portion from last last night you know. Blake want to ask you about one junior who's kind of I'm becoming a big fan of him because he keeps making plays and whenever I see a kid the size of me that's a grubber that's out there making plays and he had a long run he had the recovery on the fumble on the kickoff my man Jonathan and when I said I want to say Rubio now I, I don't know what it is what's it been like playing with him well he's something <laughs> <laughs> The whole, our whole team is laughing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I imagine, like I said, the, the way he plays, I imagine he might be a little bit of a wild, crazy kind of kid, yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, his nickname's Rocket. So his nickname's Johnny, Johnny, uh, Johnny Rocket. Johnny Rocket. All right, all right. All right. Yeah. So yeah, when he, he had that long run, and then it was you know Newbecker came down and had the hit, and I was like, and recovering the fumble, it's Rubio, <laughs> and it was always I'm like thinking in my the back of my head of like, why did I just say it like that? And it was over the air, and everybody can hear it, but you just you just kind of got to keep rolling with it, and that might be the way it sticks now. And uh, yeah, and I'm gonna really put you on the spot here, Blake. Uh, seniors. On this team, do you got do you got a guy that you kind of came up with that's been there the whole time? Kind of your, your butt, you know, which, which one of these seniors do you think about that's been around the longest kind of deal? Well, it's always been uh, me, Aiden Klein, and Cade Manaski. We've always been, like, tight. We played together freshman year all through, and we've just been boys. Yeah, and that's no offense to Scooter and Max, no. but they kind of came along yeah. a little bit later. But it's, so it's been you three that have been around. I imagine you, you see the look on your face. I think you remember them playing way back when, don't you, Oh, yeah, coach? well, I mean – Remember, my son's just a year older than these guys, so, I mean, Blake was on the Rocket team with Ryan. I mean, I, when I was coaching Rocket football, I mean, Blake was playing fullback. Ryan was the quarterback. I mean, like, so, yeah, and Caden was our receiver. So, yeah, I mean, these guys go way back with me, too, and um, it, it's just fun to watch them develop and grow up and, and uh, do the things they're doing now.
All right, Coach Gross, Coach Mac, Blank Moore, thank you guys so much for joining me. And it's one of those I looked out the clock. I'm like, oh, shoot, we got to get going, but we could probably sit here and uh, shoot the breeze about football for a qu quite a bit longer. And said so next week you're going to have uh, Shane Boyle, soccer coach, coming so. out from Mount Pleasant coach, if we, sure if we got some time. And, uh, and you're welcome back, Coach Gross. Obviously, I hope that Coach Wheaton will be back with us as well. It is Spock Sports Show every Monday, 7 o'clock, Buck 92, live on Buck, no, live on Buck 92, buck92.com. And you can always find us at the Bird Bar and Grill from the Barberry Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios. Be back with you next week. Next week.